Hi everyone, it's Roger and Jeremy here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be taking a look at what we're looking forward to watching on Disney Plus in 2023. Now we're going to be talking about Marvel, we'll be talking about Star Wars, Disney, Pixar, and a little bit of Star slash Hulu as well. Um, but before we go any further, make sure you do hit that subscribe button if you're here on YouTube. You can also subscribe on the audio platforms. Go find us over at whatsondisneyplus.com, find us on Facebook and Twitter, etc. Right, so let's just kind of, you know, obviously we've got 2023 coming up now, Jeremy. If I was to say to you, like, what are the what are the ones that are really jumping out to you right now that you that you're most excited about? Well, the most exciting one I'm most excited about uh, would actually be Echo on Marvel, but I have a special reason for that. My nephew is trying to be an actor, and he actually got to shoot some scenes for that as an extra. Cool. So. Uh, and he, he, he says that he's a gang member in some fight scene. So I'm like right. going to be looking for that because I want to see my nephew on there more than anything. Uh, and I really like the character from Hawkeye. So Echo is one that I'm truly looking forward to. I, you know, like most of the world, I am a big Marvel fan, but phase four has been hit or miss. So I'm hoping for more from phase five. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, the thing is with e Echo's in this kind of weird position right now where I don't know, I am not, I would not like a hundred percent to say it's actually even going to maybe even make it this year because yeah. <laughs> there's been a lot of rumors, a lot of reports. I'm not just, I mean, these are rumors coming from like exactly, you know, from people that worked on it, that there was a lot of problems and they've got to have to do some reshoots. Originally it was set, I think to come out in like the summer of this year. Um, it might be a little bit later. It might even slide into um, the year. I, I'm looking forward to this one. I did enjoy Echo um, when I saw, or Maya as she was in um, Hawkeye. Um, Saw a little bit. I saw them on stage at the D twenty three Expo. It's definitely. I wouldn't say it's my most want. Most. It's. It's that kind of thing. Of this feels like a stopgap between for Daredevil for me, and I yeah. love the Daredevil character. So it's, it's this one's in this kind of weird position where I I am looking forward to it, but it's it's maybe it's 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 well I wouldn't say yes yeah, probably. Uh, it's not like least. It's not the one I'm looking forward to the least. I'll say that that's Ironheart. Yeah. Ironheart's the one I'm probably like not. I didn't kind of feel it from Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I don't know what you felt with Iron Heart. Have you seen Black Panther yet? I have not seen Black Panther yet. I haven't been able to make the theater. So once it hits Disney Plus, I'll check it out. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So I don't know much about the Ironheart character. So that's part of the reason I'm not super excited for that one. Um, mm. yeah. But, you know, I could come away from it wanting to see it more i could come away from it just like all right i'll check it out when it gets here see what it is yeah yeah it goes obviously that, that drops next week on the first of february so you better watch it and kind of yeah i think for me it's just like it's just not the character didn't really kind of it might be all right it, it might be good um for me personally from the marvel side of things um secret invasion is probably the one i'm most looking forward to um it's a crossover event i love the comic book series um the fact that we're getting more nick fury got um talos in there this one just it's got a big cast and to me secret invasion is probably the most thing i want to watch on disney plus this year yeah uh if you remove my familial ties to it secret invasion is the one yeah. that i want to see the most <laughs> as well because because of everything you've just mentioned you know the big cast return of nick fury you know, who doesn't love samuel L. jackson come on yeah <laughs> And I also feel this one's going to set up um, Armor Wars because we're going to see mm -hmm. some more of Cody in there as well. It just, it just, and the trailer looks good. And it's, it's, it kind of feels like, I mean, in some ways, Secret Wars, I feel like probably could have been a movie. Well, not Secret, not Secret, Secret Invasion, I should say. Secret Wars is a movie. Secret yeah. Invasion um, could, could have been a movie. But yeah, I, that's the one. Also, Loki season two. I love yes. Loki season one. More of this, saw a little bit of a clip of that before. Um, this for me is definitely those two shows are probably my most wanted of the year. Yeah. Um, I did have a question because I saw that Agatha Covenant Chaos was originally supposed to be later this year, but I've also heard that possibly a man thing special presentation will be sliding into the October slot rather than yeah. Coven of Chaos. So well Ag Agatha Coven of Chaos on when they're back at San Diego Comic Con, they did announce that it was coming out in winter 2023 slash um, sort of early 2024. Now that was a little bit like, well, is it being spread over two years or is it a little bit iffy? What? How is this going to work? So we weren't entirely too sure. Filming has only just begun um, last week on the series. So the fact that the filming has only just begun means you're looking at what? Three, four months probably filming, six months to a year of post-production. I can't see how it physically can get no. out this year. I, I, and I actually think, I think five series in a year is too much. 
I'd be I agree. Being, and with the three movies, five, mm. I would be quite happy if Echo slipped into 2024 and so did Coven of Chaos and then they maybe push back. Because I mean, like, Daredevil doesn't is, starts filming um, in February and doesn't finish till the end of the year. It's like, that's a long time. Yeah, it, it feels like, I and mean, I do hope that they slow it down a little bit. I did feel like um, we've seen, as you said at the beginning, like phase four was a little bit hit and miss. So, yeah, what do you think? Uh, yeah, yeah, like I said, I would be fine if they slowed it down and put more effort into it instead of try rushing to get the. I understand they're filling a void because of what happened with the pandemic, yeah, but and it was gonna have to slow down it eventually. So, I'm hoping they do that. And honestly, Coven of Chaos feels like it should be a special presentation rather than a series, anyway, because you know, Agatha was not from the way she was presented wasn't meant to be anything bigger than WandaVision there yeah. and then it's like oh we we got a breakout character and felt like they greenlit a series because to try to strike when the iron was hot yeah. and but but with the length of time it takes to make a series <laughs> by the time it actually gets out there it, the iron's not gonna be hot anymore so it's, it's stone cold <laughs> what they did last year with the special presentations honestly in october halloweenish uh you know which special presentation i think would be great rather than mm. a series for Agatha. The other thing as well, I mean, you, I like you mentioned like the man thing. Not her. I think there's been like there's lots of little rumors and stuff floating around, but because they're only like basically one episode, yeah, they can kind of turn them around much quicker because they did that with Werewolf by Night. They can, and even I think um, Guardians of the Galaxy, they can just turn them around much quicker because it's yeah. just a basically an extended episode. So um, and, and hopefully, to be honest, the Werewolf by Night budget was clearly less than everything else. You know, whether you, regardless of your opinion of the quality of the the plot and everything else. You could, there's a reason why it was in part, a lot of it was in black and white. A lot of it, they went with a cheaper budget to get a special out. It worked for mm -hmm. some, didn't work for others, but still, yeah, it, it was worth trying. And I enjoyed it, you didn't, but yeah, well, I, I think definitely like leaning in on the, the, the horror side of things and making it look, I think they probably actually probably spent a lot of money to make it look cheap. <laughs> I think they're probably, also true. probably yes. yeah, but, um, but still cheaper for one than six. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's I, I, I like, I, I think as the time goes by, I did like Matt man thing was the one thing I liked about it. I just yeah. didn't really like uh, overall, but so that's Plus the Marvel. That's the sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's now talk now. Let's shift over to um, another one. So let's talk now. Now Pixar. Now Pixar's not got a huge amount out this year. They have got win and lose, which is all about baseball. And I figured you being a sporty person, um, you might be a little bit more interested in this than me. <laughs> uh, more interested than you? Yes. Am I super interested in this? No. Uh, I am excited for the potential for a long form series that, you know, you know, uh, was it the Monsters Inc. characters were put yeah. into a Disney long form kind of long form series. But I'm for, for Pixar to finally do one rather than just a series of shorts. I'm excited for, but the, the concept of it's the big game and we're going to, each episode is going to be the, the week from a, a perspective of a different perspective of each player doesn't really appeal to me. Um, you know, that one, but yes, I understand. I'm more interested in it than you are, but even then it's got to do more than just, Oh, Hey, the week for baseball, you know, I know. Yeah. Why don't I just watch an actual baseball game? Yeah. So I think the trouble is with like, sports stuff is like i'll be honest there's been a few films and stuff that i have enjoyed that are related to sports because they tell the story of what's going on and you know i, I probably enjoy them more than i expect them to win or lose is just kind of one of this weird things going one story one episode probably you know for telling the story about a baseball team is probably in my mind enough i don't yeah. i've barely got enough interest in one person's point of view let alone the teams it looks yeah. quite fun from the clip that i saw um, back at D23. It looks fun. Is it going to sustain? I don't know. It's, but it's going to be a very interesting one. I mean, again, some of these shows, they announce so far in advance. It's, it just does mm -hmm. feel like it's taken a while to get here. But yeah, so that's win or lose. There's no, there's, we've got some, um, I think we've got Elemental as a movie, but we, we won't go into the movie side of things too much. Yeah. I mean, Elemental looks pretty, but yeah. it also kind of looks like it's inside out which yeah. one we've already got and we've got a sequel coming. So yeah, it, I, I, I'll be honest. I don't think it even looks pretty. It looks a bit messy to me. I don't quite, I, it's something about Elemental is just not clicking with me. It might be different when I see it, but at the minute right. it's, it's not on high on my list. All right. Let's now shift gears a little bit. Um, let's now talk a little bit about National Geographic because this is one, um, there's, there's a couple of things that they we even know that's coming up. So we've got a small light 
Um, now, we'll say with National Geographic, we're going to see a little bit more of a hybrid release schedule this year um, in the US because they're also going to be debuting on linear as well as Disney. They're kind of moving away from uh, sort of just originals like that. But a small light um, a drama series set in World War II about a woman and her husband that sort of bring um sort of Jews in and basically hide them in cupboard and it's just an interesting I just like the idea of it being a story that I've I've maybe not heard something a little bit different a little bit more um a little more grown up and yeah just I, I just looking for something fresh and I think that's what this one's saying to me yeah that looks interesting um beyond that you know uh was I also was looking at a uh, beyond belief with David Blaine because mm. his whole illusion aspect is pretty cool so you know, I want to see some of the other stuff around his stuff. But as for National Geographic, it's one of those where I really enjoy their documentaries, but I can, can never say, oh, yeah, I'm looking forward for the documentaries to show up until they actually do. It's like, oh, OK. Yeah, they, they release so much stuff. Sometimes it's like, you know, again, sometimes they come in out of the blue and then you're not maybe looking for them to document. I mean, it's like Secrets of the Elephants for Earth Day. That looks like that should be a bit of fun. Um, I'm probably going to definitely enjoy that more than Elephant um so it, <laughs> it's yeah so I, it's it's gonna be interesting. I'm, I'm still i'm still waiting for information on when the second season of the magic of animal kingdom arrives because that's one um that got delayed in the uk because of um the linear shift but national geographic is kind of a weird one it, it, there's, there's a lot of stuff and their release date schedules can move around quite a little bit but let's now shift um to let's now talk about disney because there's quite a lot of stuff coming and um, what are you looking forward to Oh, hold on! I'm just trying to find my list here. <laughs> yeah, because we've got a what? I think a Awaju or a is a new animated series um, that has been made in um, uh, Nigeria. And this one, just to me, it's like set in a like a special, like futuristic world, and it looks weird. It looks different. And again, much like with a small like. I just want some different stories. I want some different kind of um, thing. And not necessarily it looks like Wakanda, but there's this, it's just an idea that we're doing something original and fresh. And I think that one's one that I'm definitely looking forward to from Disney's point of view. Uh, yeah, so Waju's one that I had here that I'm looking forward to. The Muppets Mayhem is one that I'm also really... I want the Muppets to succeed through this. Uh, I enjoyed uh, the haunted Muppets Haunted Mansion. Muppets Now was, eh, you know, you know. Amazingly, if that had been, if you told me that had been filmed during the uh, pandemic, I was like, okay, cool, they made the best of it. Then you find out some before it's like, why? <laughs> but yeah, but it's things. I love the Muppets. I want them to succeed. Uh, but you know, they have been since Disney has taken over, they've been hit and miss. Whether it's because Bob Iger doesn't care, didn't care, uh, or you know, Bob, I don't, I don't know what. Oh, oh, Bob. <laughs> One of the Bobs. <laughs> One of them. Well, I, I, Iger had the long run there, and it was just yeah. kind of like, you know, we're, we're going to shunt them off to, like, YouTube videos for a while, because uh, I know that uh, they were an Eisner acquisition, so I, and then I've heard rumors for some was Iger hates the Muppets, others were not that Iger hates the Muppets so much as that it wasn't something he acquired, so he didn't put as much effort into it, so I don't know one way yeah. or another. I mean, Muppet Mayhem is it's kind of one of the things, we've not really seen anything of it yet, um, it was, um, the fact that it's focused more on the band rather than Kermit could make it work. Um, they're not kind of the, the ones that uh, instantly shout out to me. Um, to uh, I was just checking on, on which Muppets I've got. I've got a Muppets artwork up here, and I was just looking at which which ones are missing. Yes, yeah, so we've got like um, Animal, and we've got um, Floyd Weather and stuff. So there's a few different ones. Muppets can be so hit and miss, can't they? Uh -huh. is, and I feel like it depends on like how they try and do them you know the nostalgia goggles for them just doesn't work forever you know and you can kind of um i always enjoy them when they're on like uh when they appear on tvs doing interviews with like real people and you know they're messing about and like the, the people generally just don't know what to do because <laughs> they're just yeah. a bit confused um so like that aspect you know like the like the muppet movies the first well the the recent one was good but the sequel wasn't most, right. most um yeah, the Muppets was good. Muppets Most Wanted was yeah. not good. And the ABC that's the case of yeah. you really one was written by someone who grew up loving the Muppets, and one and the other was Disney trying to make a buck. 
Yeah. Um, like Muppets on ABC was a little bit um trying to be like the office didn't really work. There was elements of Muppets now where it was like this could have worked had you just maybe released them as shorts rather mm -hmm. than and also do more because it was a bit like right we're gonna do the same gag in every single episode where it was a little bit like okay we've done this we could maybe try a different Muppet out um yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how they work with them it's it's I always go into Muppets a bit like full of full of optimism but they it never quite hit but then again I am a kid of the 80s you know there's, there's pictures of me like when I'm like three or four with my Muppet show t-shirt on um and I still remember being at Walt Disney World a few years ago and um, like Kermit and Miss Piggy and stuff, they all came out on the stage um, in like the American Pavilion or something like that. Yeah. In and like my wife said, she said you were like a little kid. She said you just like this because <laughs> I was just like, that's Kermit. <laughs> just like yeah. So I'm looking forward to that one. Um, anything else jumping out to you? Uh, yeah. Uh, I saw that. Was it Peter Pan and Wendy? Yeah. Uh, looks kind of interesting. I don't know how many times we have to tell the Peter Pan story, but. Having watched the 1950s version of Peter Pan uh, recently and the uh, straight-to-video sequel. I think it was straight-to-video sequel. It was yeah. a Disney Toon Studio sequel, yeah. whether it was straight-to-video or theatrically released, I don't remember. But having watched those, I'm like, we can do better than both of those. I know that much. So I'm hoping yeah. for that. Uh I'm I think, worried about I think some that, of the backlash it'll get because it's not the same. But no, it's yeah, it's kind of a weird one with Peter Pan because again, I'm at the point where it's like, do we need? To, we don't need to do this. I think the trouble is well, like Hook. Even I mean, it's hard to believe Hook is like thirty odd years old as well. <laughs> just, but, like, but that was such a, a, it was a different version of it, and it told it differently, and it was fun. This one here just being, I don't, I don't know, is it a re? I don't even is it is it a sequel? Is it the same? It, the, and it looks like it's a little bit drab in like the the art style and stuff that they've gone for in like you know how they it's yeah I kind of hopefully have to see a little bit more about it but it's it's not really selling to me right now yeah uh, you yeah. know it's I think it's selling mostly on it being be Peter Pan which is you yeah. know we say we want something original but there's a reason why all these live action remakes keep making the money and the originals don't is because they can sell based off previous experiences. It is odd because everyone, you know, it's that, it's that kind of thing of like going, oh, but they keep doing remakes and they keep doing this and they keep going back to franchises. But yeah, well, when they do something original and fresh, nobody goes and sees it. Yeah. <laughs> so, they, so they then go, oh, they. And also, Disney are, are, are pretty bad sometimes as well with like new franchises of not fully going all in until they know it's a hit and then they hit yeah. the accelerator. You know, they did it with like Encanto and they did it the same with Frozen where they kind of wait. Oh, you like it? Uh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, they don't go because I think they got burned way too many times. Yeah, they, they, uh, I think they overestimated in the two thousands because, well, because the nineties were pretty much everything they put out was a hit, and then in the two thousands they're kind of like, you know, they got burned because so many of those weren't hits because mostly because Pixar was kind of stealing the thunder <laughs> at that point. Yeah. And then you know. By the 2010s, they're starting to put out more hits, and then now we're in the 20s, and they seem to be – a pandemic yeah. definitely shifted some stuff, but it seems to be taking off. And then – so their marketing now has gotten rather weird because mm. I still don't know what Strange World was about. <laughs> <laughs> and we've watched it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Yeah, it's – yes, I think Strange World is a whole other thing, but in general, it's going to be interesting to see where they go with all of this um, – there was another one the series that I'm looking forward to from the Disney side, which is American Born Chinese. It's supposed to be coming this spring. Um, this one just looks so, again, fresh, original story. I do not know. Um, it is based on a, on a well-known book. That I saw a little, you know, we've seen some little bits of it at um, D23. There was also like a little feature that came out. It just, to me, it just like, ah, oh, something something different something a bit fresh and i think that's what i'm looking forward to from disney right now just like, i want something a little bit original I'm like you know, we had all the star wars and the marvels and stuff it's like give it at least american born chinese is that like one thing for me going new <laughs> yeah let's see i keep trying to anything that's not just marvel or star wars whether it's even you know lucasfilm with willow i was like i liked most of it and then i really wanted to like national treasure but you know i'm just kind of you know not yeah. there <laughs> yeah, and, I, and obviously we we spoke about that last week with like you know like the uh, the stain for the series, but it's going to be interesting to see how um, 
I, yeah, I can't see that one coming back. I'm looking at here some other ones that are coming from Disney. We got Prom Pact, um, a new like Disney Channel movie. Um, I'm gonna be this is the kind of I think I'm 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 just burnt out on Disney with high school proms. Um, they're not a they, you know they weren't a thing for us growing up. They're not as big thing over here in the UK. Um, it's just that kind of thing. Like, I don't care. It doesn't mean it. I've got no, I got no, there's no nostalgia for these things, but also it doesn't matter. It's just a party. You know? <laughs> it's just, it's I all... went to prom and I don't care. So, <laughs> it's, it's literally, they're like, it. They're, they build it up over here as if it's the, one of the biggest moments of your final year of high school. And I'm like, it's just a dance. And it wasn't even a good one. I had more fun at previous dances uh, it was just kind of there and out the door and then you know by that point you're just like i'm ready to be done with high school <laughs> it's, it's again it just it just kind of has this whole thing and also as well i mean um milo just looks way too old to be doing it um it just that's the uh, another issue we've also got a fourth season of high school musical um i enjoyed season three season two was awful um it's a little bit of a series that i'm definitely um Looking forward. There's an, another movie here. Um, th did you actually like High School Musical? Or did you? What I what never you watched the series. I never watched the films. I've uh, they they hit Disney Channel after I was out of that range, uh, and then so I just never found anything. They're probably perfectly fine for what they are, uh, but none of them appeal to me. No, I think that's the thing. I mean, I'm definitely in that zone of. I I think I found them as a little bit of a. A guilty pleasure of that with that that series was definitely a guilty pleasure. Like I'm liking this way more than I should do. I shouldn't. It's that kind of thing of like, had this been on Netflix or Amazon, I would never even gone near it. But it right. was that thing of like, especially at the beginning of Disney Plus, where it's like, you know, where we had one thing a week. <laughs> so yeah. it was just like, it's like Mandalorian like, and High School Musical. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of it was that kind of weird thing. You're like, okay, I kind of like. So yeah, going into season four, that looks pretty good. We've also got another new movie called Crater. Now, um, it's a, like a modern version of Stand By Me, set on a moon colony. Now, so far, all we have got is one picture. Um, yeah. Sounds like it could be okay. I'm kind of in the zone now, like with these original movies of like, oh, you know, we've seen a few of them drop in and stuff. And it's like, you know, on one hand, it's like it gives them freedom to do something a little bit smaller, a little bit freer. But at the same time, we can't help but think like, well, if you took at least like five cheap movies we probably could have got like one good one at the cinema um yeah. and it's it's that kind of weird thing of like again it's just finding the market the disney side of things are a weird one with movies um yeah. i don't think 2022 i mean i personally like hocus pocus 2 and disenchanted and stuff didn't quite hit where i wanted them to yeah uh hocus pocus 2 kind of hit i mean obviously they hit very well with the streaming because it's very yeah. popular the first one's very popular over here and people wanted to see it over here add in the fact that i live right where they were filming i passed film crews on my way to work i applied to be an extra didn't get didn't get it but so it was a lot of a lot of watching hocus pocus 2 for my for me and my family we're like hey that uh, we we passed that spot we're more looking at the spot behind them and the, the plot was fine it wasn't bad at all for it, it's one of those where if i'd have paid to go see it in theaters i probably been like disappointed but for I'm like for a streaming film I'm like this is fine it's it, it's better than you know the straight you know straight to TV films of the yeah. 90s but it's not as good as what I would see in the theaters but you know and you know yeah. got no I complaints think, but so, but still put more effort into other films I think we're going to see a lot of this shifting in 2024 onwards I think we're going to see less of these kind of original movies going straight to Disney Plus it kind of reminds me because I was watching the, the Big Shot on um disney plus the other week um it's, i think it's i don't think it's, it's, i think it's something that they picked up the rights for over here and there was a scene in it where brad pitt went to a pub in exmouth and which is near me and i'm like that's not the pub because i've been in that pub <laughs> that was not the pub it was like the outside shot was i had to look on ligo that is not the pub that they say they're in and there's like oh no it was shot like two three hundred miles away and it was like a little bit like oh he didn't even bother coming to the web before. <laughs> it was like, I was watching on Disney, and I was just like, oh, you just literally just said where we were. Where we were. But yeah, that, that was that was one. Um, anything else Disney-wise that's coming out this year that you're, you're looking forward to? Oh, uh, the, was it The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder Season 2 is coming out. That was a big, uh, the first one was a big, uh, the original series was big when I was young. 
Uh, I enjoyed the first season. Wasn't, you know, thrilled with it, but, uh, you know, it wasn't bad either. So, you know, I'm looking forward to continuing that, that story. So, yeah, for me, that, that was a show that I, I didn't get again. I was too old by the time the first one came out and it just, it just it didn't connect. I'm, I'm glad it's back. I am one a little bit worried that with them doing the binge drop of 10 episodes of whether or not there's going to be any more of this. I'm hoping there is for people because um, it does seem to have been a big hit. Um, and there seems to be a lot of excitement over it. Um, I just, I was a little bit like, oh no, you're doing a binge drop. That's never a good yeah. sign on the second season. No, yeah, um, binge drops on second seasons usually means there's not a third. So no, yeah. <laughs> this was the Netflix effects. <laughs> that's kind of what's going through. Um, yeah, so that's there. So now let's now let's shift now over to um, obviously um, another big one: Star Wars. Lots mm-hmm. of Star Wars stuff coming out. Um, last week we had the Mandalorian trailer come out uh, for season three. That's starting up on March. I mean, we got to start with that. I mean, that just yeah. um, the Mandalorian right through. Um, that for me is just like a must. This is like that is probably the, that is it's almost like that is the system seller. That's the platform, isn't it? Mandalorian and Disney Plus are like this, you know. Yeah. I mean, you can tell from the office. <laughs> yes, more Mando. <laughs> hey, I hey, mean, Mando yeah. made Boba Fett watchable. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's be honest. That was the only bit that that was where the episode got. I'm just really looking forward to just getting back into that world, getting that feeling of. Um, and it's kind of weird, really, because I don't, I haven't had that feeling for Disney Plus for that, like, for me, like an eight o'clock. I do the upload for telling, you know, going through it, I check everything that's going on, and the minute I'm done, then it's like, I don't want to look on the internet. I just want to get in and watch this episode. Uh-huh. And it's like, I didn't have that with Andor. Didn't have that same feeling of like, I have to watch it the second it comes out. I would, it might be an hour or two later. Um, yeah, and Mando's got that feeling of like, I want to watch this because it's going to be some. There's going to be some cameos. There's going to be some stuff that's spoiled, and I want to get in and watch it that that second it comes out on Disney Plus. And Mando has that kind of thing for me with Disney Plus. I don't think very few shows do. Oh yeah, I'm very excited for Mando. It's the uh, it's the Star Wars thing I'm most excited for. It you know it's what launched with the ser- the service as you said. It's what got us through some of the worst parts of the pandemic, where you know con- content wise, we're like. Do we have anything? Do we have anything? Oh, here's season two. We got something. Uh, so, you know, obviously they haven't necessarily needed him, uh, needed the show to, to fill a content void. But, you know, I said Boba Fett was not very good overall. Uh, Obi-Wan, I enjoyed, but it had its issues. Andor, I think, is from a, uh, you know, from a plot development, everything was even better than Mando, but it didn't hit with audiences the same. So, I, you know. They really, yeah. and they can build on, and the thing about man, the Mandalorian that the others don't is we've been asking for years to build beyond uh, the Empire, just beyond the Empire and the Rebels and the Skywalkers. And while Andor kind of does that, it still is focused on building towards the Empire. <coughs> Excuse me. Whereas the Mandalorian, it's set after the fall of the Empire and before the rise of the First Order, he's while he does have did interact with Luke Skywalker and at the end and in um, book, book of Boba Fett, it's still not, you know, just solely focused on the Skywalker. So it, it gives us more of what mm-hmm. we've been asking for. What's for what's supposed to be this expansive universe, but we seem to only be following this one small subset of people. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's catch 22, isn't it? Cause I think that's the problem with Andor is why it didn't connect with people was because people didn't have that thing that, pulled them in um i'm looking forward to seeing ahsoka because i kind of view ahsoka's kind of in this weird thing of like it is part of the mandoverse it's kind of you know interconnected with rebels which i like it's it's in you know obviously she's a jedi we're gonna have that show is one i'm looking forward to because it's kind of like it's gonna be a little bit different and seeing her have her own stories and stuff that's definitely a show i'm looking forward to watching uh i'm looking forward to the rebels aspect of it we know sabine's been cast uh did they confirm Ezra Bridger will be in it? It's not I, official I, yet. It's not official. Not official yet, but I, I uh, so I'm wondering that. So I'm looking forward to the Rebels aspect of it. I know they've hinted at Thrawn. Um, yeah. As for Ahsoka herself, I, I love the character in Clone Wars. I love the character in Rebels. I enjoyed seeing a live action version of her, but you know we haven't seen enough of her in Mandalorian or Book of Boba Fett for me to get excited for her. Mm. And I do miss Ashley Eckstein in the role. Rosario Darson's been played it well don't get me wrong but yeah at this point i've seen her direct grogu to 
you know, Mando and Grogu to try to get to Luke. And then I've seen her hang out with Luke as he's building the Jedi Academy Jedi that we know is going to fail. Yeah. So it, it's one of those where, where they've utilized her is not enough to get me excited about her, but some of the other aspects that I, that I want to see live action there. So I am excited for it, but it's a tempered excitement. Yeah, it's it's kind. Of, I'm definitely in that. I think definitely we need to see more of it. So that's why I think that one's looking forward. There is also a possibility. Do we do get skeleton crew this year? I'm going to put that as a. There might be a question mark. They're still still filming it now. It has been shown in some of the like sneak peeks of of the year, but then it's also not been in them. So I'm a little bit like, is this one in or not? So I'm looking forward to that one because it's going to be something different. Again, this yeah. seems to be a growing trend of just like I think going into year four of Disney Plus, I'm just like I, I need some. I you know we, it's like it's all very really fine having favorites, but sometimes you just want some new stories, and it's that that's what's exciting. Yeah, I uh, I yeah, that's things. It's exciting because it's new, it's different, and if they're still filming it now with everything that takes in post production. If it hits 2023, it's going to be like that book above Fett where it's the hit the last Friday or last Wednesday, uh, whatever. Mine has still been Friday back then yeah. of December, so that they can say they delivered, and then you know most of it is 2024. Yeah, I, I yeah, it's it's that kind of thing. I still remember that, like, oh yeah, we got something in that year. It's like, no, you can't count that. It's just the last day of the year. Uh, <laughs> you know, oh, we got it out. Yeah, yeah, you just barely. Um, I'm kind of thinking with sometimes with like skeleton crew. I'm wondering if they don't want to do the necessarily the Lizzie McGuire thing where they go, "This is coming this year." Oh no, it's not. And then kind of yeah, don't don't. It's better at the beginning of the year to be like, "This is what's coming that we know," because it's that kind of thing as well. Go, the other ones are in the can. They're done. Yeah. You know, you know that they're done. It's like with Agatha. They haven't even started filming it yet, so it's a bit. Whereas you know the other shows like Iron Heart and Echo. And you know they've already been they've been wrapped and they're finished and they're working on them. Um, but yeah, so so lots of other bits and pieces coming in there from Star Wars. Um, are you looking forward to Visions? I'm hoping that comes as well. Uh, kind of. I mean, I enjoyed the the different aspect of it. They're, they're kind of like anime is not my thing specifically, so hmm. it, it's one of those where I went. It's okay. They they did tell some good stories, so I can appreciate that, but. If it had never been made, I wouldn't care. And if they didn't make a se you know, a second season, I wouldn't care. But yeah. if they make a second season, I'll end up watching it. Yeah. Um, it's because they were a bit hit and miss for me as well. Some were good, some were not so good. So that's going to be interesting how that goes on. Now let's now we're going to shift gears a little bit now. Um, we're now going to start talking about some Star Originals. Now these obviously these are probably going to end up on Hulu in the United States. Um, we're obviously still in the process of this year. It's still going to have that split. Of where they're going to be um but yeah lots lots of different stuff coming up lots of um lots of big ones um this past week we had extraordinary released finally on disney plus um this one's been rumored for this one's been going around for a while kind of weird because i saw this one like six weeks ago and it's a fantastic new series so do check it out this week it is um definitely really good um it's it's a full. It's a proper British comedy. Kind of, a, a lot of it is like zoomed in on the superhero aspect, but it, it it's less of an importance. So I definitely that's a brand new one that's just come out. But I just thought I would just mention that one since that's the new release of the week. Um, what's kind of jumping out at you so far of the, some of the Hulu stuff that you've seen? Uh, honestly, uh, I know you and James talked about this already, but Koala Man is one that kind of interests me. Uh, my, a few years ago, my wife got really big into watching Australian TV, so I started watching with her, so I picked up on some things there. So I'm like, they're actually pretty entertaining, so that's the one that interest, that I'm looking forward to watching more. I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was uh, yeah, that's So that's one I'm looking forward to, uh, but the, the my only thing is I'm do we have to have to keep trying to do animations specifically for adults? I don't. I mean, if it's done well, I'm all for it. Look, I loved The Simpsons in the '90s. I it doesn't need to still be on the air, even though it clearly does well. 
Same with Family Guy. I loved it. And American Dad, all these things in America. And I'm certain that Australians can do it better than Americans because, you know, I have faith in them to do better than us at a lot of things. It's it's hard with like things like 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 some of the shows. You kind of feel like because I, I mean I I was watching some I've been watching some Family Guy recently. I never really dig with American Dad. I never really, but again, they're just so long. It's just that kind of thing of like like firing up fire Family Guy. They're going like, what season did I stop watching and when? Oh, let's. I like, literally just went. You know what? I'm just going to start with the new one. <laughs> just yeah. started there because it was like I don't remember where I finished when I stopped. Which ones I've seen? And it doesn't matter. Seen. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's they they. I think 20th century, I mean, they've really kind of got a run going with all these different shows that they're running. They got a lot. I think in some ways it might be better for them to slow down and stop some of the like the 20, the ones are in the 20, 25 seasons uh-huh. and maybe shift over to trying out some different. I've been enjoying some of the shows that they've been putting out. Um, some of them are awful, some of them are great. Um, they're a bit hit and miss, but I always feel like with those shows, they're like, yeah, they've got a, they have got an audience. Um, Disney Channel. It's kind of that weird thing, isn't it? Of like, I don't think they really manage. I don't know if I don't know if Great North might come under it, but like Simpsons, kind of is more family friendly with stuff for adults, whereas a lot of these other ones, they are you can just tell that you know they yeah. are they're aimed at eighteen plus, and that is all they're mm-hmm. aimed at. I mean, I did enjoy Hit Monkey when it was out, but it also I also watches like this is only going to be one season, even though I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, I I had a problem with that one of like. Um, trying to get into it knowing that it was kind of like uh and then they delayed it for the uk lot and i'm just like and i just lost all like will to watch it and it's kind of again that's the problem when they delay stuff for us here in the uk especially like there were some shows that they did and they're like well they'd already cancelled it before it even aired at which point you're like i'm not even gonna waste my time and it's it is it is a, a bit of a, a pain with that one i mean we've got a lot of new series coming up this year um that could be interesting. Um, it's always a bit. The trouble is with like the Hulu Star stuff as well is they don't announce stuff too far in advance. Right. Um, we've kind of we've we've had a few um, like clips now of Flaming Hot, which is a film that's going to be all about um, Cheetos, and it's a little bit like I'm like, what is this? Is there a really important story with uh, inventing a packet of crisps? I'm I'm. <laughs> just like maybe because I don't, I you know, I don't even think flaming Cheetos are a thing here. I'm just like, is there some Im- amazing story with this? It's going to be. I'm just like, yeah. if they've made a movie out of it, there must be something there. Well, you would think, but remember, somebody walked into a uh, meeting one time and uh, said, "All right, a tornado filled with sharks and got a movie greenlit." So it doesn't really have to <laughs> I, be. Something I'm not gonna lie, I did like Sharknado. I have watched. I've only watched the first one. I don't know. I might have watched the second. It was kind of. It was so stupid, but it was funny. I know the acting was so. It was that kind of thing. Like this is so bad, but I, I did kind it, of. It was it. bad, but they knew it, they didn't go in playing it serious. Everyone knew it was bad. But they're like, yeah, it's going to be a sci-fi original. Like, oh, okay. So, uh, I I saw the first three, um, and uh, I think I saw the first one. I really enjoyed the second one. I was like, yeah, I think I watched the third one just because, like, oh, Chris Jericho gets eaten by a shark. It's it's gonna it's gonna be odd with that one. Um, there's one series coming up in March. Um, History of the World Part Two. Have you watched the first part one? Yes. Uh, it is yeah. one of Mel Brooks' best films. But it was what forty years ago, mm-hmm. uh, and Mel Brooks hasn't had a. I'm trying to think. He hasn't had a massive film since. Well, a, a massive. I'm trying to think. What was a massive? I mean, the, the producers came out in 05. I really enjoyed that one. Um, but the one last one I remember seeing before that was Dracula Dead and Loving It, which I didn't particularly love. Uh, he, you know, when Mel Brooks comedies hit, they hit. But I don't know why we're revisiting this one now, especially with him yeah. in his 90s. How much is he actually involved in it? Because he was heavily involved in the first one in making it good. Mm-hmm. What, how much can he do now? I, I'm sure he's still quick-witted and a good writer, but a lot of stuff with him involved his, his own physical comedy. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of weird because I've gotten, I've never, I, I, to be honest, I'd never heard of the film until I did, did an article of like a year or two ago saying they were making this series. I did have a look to see if it was streaming on any platform so I could watch it before the new one comes out. 
it's re- out for rental, but I was like, oh, I kind of was. Uh, I've got six streaming services. I was hoping it was going to be on one of them, right? Because um, it's that kind of weird thing. Like, I watched the trailer and it just really was just like, this is not funny. I didn't, I didn't laugh at all. I just bring in a celebrity going, oh, I'm playing this person. I don't know who you are or who you're talking about. <laughs> so it didn't really. So some of it was a little bit like, okay, it's kind of went right over my head. So it's going to be a big series. It's going to be dropping like over a week, like new episodes and stuff. Um, there seems to be a lot of faith in it. But as for me, I'm just a bit like, okay, this one might just, just, is this going to work in 2023? That's the that's the thing. Is it's, it's a, hit, comedy's changed a lot since the 80s. Yeah, I. Yeah, this thing. I don't know if it'll work. When, yeah. and like I said, when Mel Brooks comedies work, they work. I know a lot of people who love Young Frankenstein. Uh, I don't particularly love that one, but I know a lot of people do. I loved Spaceballs. Uh, I enjoyed Robin Hood Men in Tights, but like I said, Dracula Dead and loving it. I watched it. It, it starred Leslie Nielsen, who was was hysterical. I should have loved it, and I just went going, "Is this over yet? Is this over yet?" <clears throat> So yes, I, the thing is for me is I love Spaceballs. I remember even having it on VHS, but I think it was more the Star Wars jokes that was what pulled me in on it. The Robin Hood one, just like yeah, I'd, I'd rather watch Robin Hood. Um, and we had a, other things going on with Robin Hood at the time. Um, I enjoyed the them f- making fun of Kevin Costner, Costner in that one. <laughs> it was like, you know, unlike other Robin Hoods, I can speak in an English accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird with all this one, but yeah, the thing is, with, well. If, We've had a lot of announcements last week with the TCAs of some of the stuff that's coming out. We've got like tiny, I think like tiny, beautiful things. We've got Saint X. But because we're only really going off like pictures, it's kind of hard to kind of interconnect with them. Um, I'm trying to think like um, there's another movie coming out, The Boston Strangler, which I thought something that you might be like a little bit more connected with, obviously, with where you where you live. But for me, this was like, oh, this is a, a 20th century studio film with Kira Knightley about a serious topic it's like for me it's like yeah i'm i'm i definitely want to see that film yeah uh i know the story of the boston strangler pretty well living you know an hour drive from boston it's oh no i'm interested in it but it's one of those things where sometimes those were when i get i'm i start picking it apart i'm like that's not actually what happened that's so sometimes that takes away your enjoyment so i'm kind of that's why i'm always a little wary on that yeah, this it's gonna. I, it's it's kind of weird because it's it's. I feel like we're not in that same position with some of the twentieth century films. Like last year, we knew we had like Prey and Princess and stuff. It's like this year, I don't think they're quite as strong as they were for um for last year. But I'm hoping really with most of the searchlight and twentieth century films that they end up going to cinemas first and kind of mm-hmm. um because I feel like those movies kind of especially like with the searchlight ones, they kind of have a a better chance of making it because I mean, having just recently watched the menu and the Banshees of Interim and like see how they run, you like you're looking at these films. Going, they they deserve they deserve a the little run, a little yeah. theatrical run, and also make the money back. And that's most yeah. important. Make make some money. Prey definitely deserved a theatrical run. I think that one would have done well. I understand why they didn't. Um, are we to the end of the contract now to where they don't have to go to HBO Max if they go to... Uh... Yeah, any new releases from them no longer now have to go to HBO Max. Um, right, so that so, frees them up. So if, yeah, let's give them yeah. some... Put them in theaters. Yeah, so so hopefully we see that one there. I'm obviously looking forward to more of Only Murders in the Building. Oh, um, yes. Can't go too wrong with that. I mean, that was that was such a great, great series. I think as well, like, with... I think, for me, with, like, the Star Hulu stuff, is you look at, like... Some of the shows like Welcome to Chippendales, Pam and Tommy, The Dropout, Dope Sick. You don't, I don't see them coming. You, you just kind of, they just like, you know, it's maybe just be, you see a little trailer and something they arrive and then you're like, oh, this is really good. Under the Banner of Heaven, you know, all these kind of big FX shows. Uh-huh. They very much, when they hit, that's when they hit. And you, but you don't really, because they're not franchises, they don't tend to build up before they come out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I see your point there. I like the dropout was one that I knew was coming big because of following the criminal case and the woman just got eleven years in prison for what she did. Uh, Should have gotten more, but that's neither here nor there. Says uh, still waiting on the punishment for the guy. Uh, yeah, uh, but you know, so but dope sick. What I mean, I, I regularly work in TV in local news and how many different times we're reporting on opioids and. How many of them you find out it started because the pharmaceutical 
because, you know, the, the doctors were being paid by the pharmaceutical companies to prescribe these drugs and it wound up leading to an addiction and then they took them off of them and now they're going to find yeah. other stuff. It's just... Oh, sometimes, but this is but this is why I feel like with these shows they do because so, like for me being outside of America, I wasn't really aware of it. It was and, and like the American system is so different and stuff. So like that show like was like wow, what? I didn't know anything about any of this, you know. So it was all yeah. fresh. And I mean, it's a bit exaggerated in the yeah. shows, but it's still yeah, a lot happened. Here. And I feel like like moving forward, like there's gonna be some there's gonna be some series coming out. I know on from FX and on Hulu and Star later this year. That are going to be like, you know, like things like the bear that went that way. I think we've got bear season two coming, so I'm looking forward to that one. But shows like that that just come along and just wow you, and that's and that's to me. I always looked now when I look back at like 2022 and go, what are my favorite shows? And we're obviously in awards season right now where everyone, and it is just like, you know, Dropout, The Bear, Abbott Elementary. I'm thinking they were all amazing shows, and. They, internationally of course they're all on disney plus it makes it it makes yeah. it a great it makes it a really much more interesting platform when you throw in these mature stuff it mm -hmm. it kind of gives us again just a little bit more value i'm hoping in 2023 they kind of level up a little bit and start kind of using it a little bit more but i'm still very wary of they've got to wait to sort out hulu yeah and comcast doesn't seem to be in any rush to you know you know, they'll gladly sell for a buyout, but you know they're they're not in any rush to do anything. Because like, hey, either you're you're going to have to devalue this to to the point that it hurts your brand, or you're going to have to pay us a bunch for it. So there there's no incentive for uh, Comcast to rush out unless no, Disney yeah. throws the money. And I also and I don't think sometimes this gets picked up enough. It's like Disney can't really try and devalue Hulu by taking stuff off because yeah. then. Comcast would probably then have some kind of right to be like you have sabotaging it, yeah. and that kind of goes into a thing. But yeah, so that antitrust lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, so I think there's a whole load of other issues that we're just gonna have to wait for. But yeah. we'd love to know what your thoughts of what you're looking forward to um, from 2023. Obviously, it's where we got some big um, cinema releases. But before we do that, I just want to a quick shout out to our Patreon and YouTube channel members. So we've got Jonathan, DJ Frosttop, Ben. We've got Tim, Chuck, David, Mamoud, Raphael, Adam, Dana, Ricky. My VCR still works. Bina, Joshua, Martin. Also, big hello and thank you to Sarah. Thank you so much for your continued support. We've also got Andrew, Elliot, Jacob, Khalid, Red Razman, Aero, Cody, Daniel, Darren, The Juice, Lauren, Paul, and Babak. Thank you so much for your support. So we've also got some big um, big movies coming to cinemas. Wish is one that I'm really looking forward to. And what about you? Uh, Ant-Man and the Lost Quantumania is one I'm looking forward to. Like I said, I want good Marvel. Ant-Man has a lot of times been the palate cleanser. Now they're finally getting to introduce the major villain with well, we saw Kang as he who remains in Loki, but they get the introduce the truly villainous version of him in Ant-Man. So I'm looking forward to that. Plus after uh, some of the seriousness of phase four, there's still going to be, you know, Thor did the lightheartedness and it was like the only one until the guardians of the galaxy holiday special. So, but you know, so now some lightheartedness with the big villain feels good. So I'm looking forward to that. That's coming up in like two weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, wish, as you said, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, those are the two big things I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I, I, I kind of got a sneaky like interest in the haunted mansion. Um, again, it, it's like I love I love the ride. Um, let, let's see what they do. But I love the music. Love the like. Can they do it justice? Can they do it? The guy that ran it used to work on the attraction, mm -hmm. um, and has got a much more love for it. Which I'm hoping that that can that does better with a little bit more love for the actual. And I think that can because it's kind of weird because. On one hand, like you know, you look at Pirates of the Caribbean, and it doesn't—it's not the ride's nothing really like the film, and it kind of took off its own thing. Uh -huh. But Haunted Mansion is kind of so integrated into how it is; it's so much different. I feel like right. with that one. Um, but also, again, Marvel movies. Um, I think Marvels is the one I'm looking forward to a little bit more because I feel like the characters that. That, you know, we've not seen a lot of, you know, I mean, right. obviously um, Captain Marvel, she's been in a few little bits here and there, but just more, more of Miss Marvel. I mean, she was fantastic. Um, so I think, and I like the fact as well that the two of the different series have like inter 
connected with the movie. Uh -huh. um, Guardians of the Galaxy. I think because we've just had this holiday special, I don't feel quite so like it's like well, I only you know we've only recently had them in something new, so it doesn't feel quite so long now. Yeah, we've recently had them. We had them both in Thor and their holiday special. Yeah, and then this is you know James Gunn's last rodeo before he you know that he made before he headed over to DC. And uh, Batista has basically said this is his last time as Drax. So, you know, at this point, any Guardians films are going to have to have a different lineup, which they did do in the comics. So it makes sense. But at this point, who, who's going to be left? Because they all basically once I feel like they're going to have wrapped up Star Lord story with this. So at this point, is it? like nebula and rocket like who's left at that point <laughs> well at least we always know with guardian that like rocket and group can hang around they they, yeah. they they don't need to be going anywhere um i think we're at a point i think personally with the mcu that we need to maybe get into a thing of where recasting becomes commonplace like with mm -hmm. drax of like we just replace drax batista's fantastic i mean i've been a fan of his since he was into but if he no longer wants to do it don't get rid of the don't kill the character. We're gonna get past this, you know, how many killing characters, especially yeah. your villains. Yes. <laughs> it is a bit like, please don't kill the keep killing them off. We need them. Unless I don't know, Secret Wars is just gonna restart everything again. That's but, true. I mean, I didn't see in the uh, Ant-Man trailer, did enjoy seeing the guy who played uh Yellow Jacket pop up in yeah. the, in a scene there. It looks like he's playing Modoc now. <laughs> Yeah, that's really weird because it's like he's not obviously Modoc in the comic books. I mean, maybe the thing is, well, this multiverse thing is going to really like screw up all like continuity and how it all works. I don't know. It's going to be, yeah, weird how all this comes together. I, I did actually just recently watch Am Am, and I'm going to be rewatching um, Am Am and the Wasp again. And probably I might I might give it an Endgame another go before um, Am Am Quantumania comes out. Kind of get ready for it. But, well, there we go. That is a quick look there again at what's coming up in 2023. We'd love to hear your thoughts on what you're looking forward to. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Go check us out over at what's on at DisneyPlus.com. Um, next week, we'll be back. Um, uh, James will be back in. Um, Jeremy like will be jumping in and out um, like almost like every other week or every other week plus one kind of thing over the next couple of months and stuff. But, yeah, so on that note, guys, thank you very much. See you guys soon. Laters. Bye. Thank you very much for watching this video. Make sure you go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe. Also, a huge thank you to all of our supporters over on Patreon and also on our YouTube channel memberships. And I'll just see you guys in another video. Laters.